Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You are entering the news vault from KCBS Radio. Flames and the smoke. I have a tape recorder here in my hand. Now nobody would think of doing that. The newsmen were blocking the door. It worked for a couple of seconds. Bringing the sounds of history back to life. Here is your host, Stan Bunger. Welcome back to our podcast, and this episode takes us back to the 1980s. We set the Wayback Machine for San Francisco, January 21st, 1985. And the remarkable thing, as I did the research here, was to realize this Super Bowl victory parade for the San Francisco 49ers, which you'll hear coverage of from KCBS, was held the day after the game itself, less than 24 hours after the final gun at Stanford Stadium. As the 49ers won Super Bowl 19, they had assembled and were parading down Market Street in San Francisco. This was the second of the 49ers dynasty year Super Bowl championships, uh, the win over Miami 38 to 16 occurred at Stanford Stadium, and that's why it made it possible for the team to simply show up in San Francisco the very next day for a victory parade. Joe Montana was the MVP of that 38 to 16 win over the Dolphins. My memory of the event includes uh, an episode uh, where I walked next to an open convertible sitting on the back deck of that convertible. Bill Walsh, the 49ers legendary coach, Diane Feinstein, the mayor of San Francisco, and Eddie DeBartolo, the 49ers owner at the time, all sitting in the back of that limousine. Our coverage on KCBS was anchored by Charlie Serafin and Valerie Coleman. You'll hear their voices and those of many others, including mine, on this coverage of the 1985 Super Bowl 19 49ers San Francisco Victory Parade on KCBS. News 74, where it's 1226. Stand by for Super Bowl Parade coverage. The 49ers Super Bowl champions. From the Sheraton Palace Hotel, KCBS reports to you live coverage of the 49ers Victory Parade. And live from the Sheridan Palace, this is Charlie Serafin with Valerie Coleman. And they're out here. You can hear them uh, down on the street. Valerie, what they're, a sight. They're yelling, go Niners. It's just like being at Candlestick or at the Stanford Stadium once again. What's really funny is that the crowd is now completely across the street. Therefore, the few trucks and cars, the last ones trying to cross, the crowd doesn't want to part. They don't want to give up their, their prime space. 
So the last few vehicles are now being allowed across the street, and the Niners are on their way. Let's find out if the Niners are ready. Stan Bunger is aboard one of the motorized cable cars with the team. Stan, are the Niners ready for this celebration? Sure, Charlie. I'm uh, here at the parade formation area at the ferry building end of Market Street. We had a great ride up the peninsula in chartered buses. Along the way, people would notice the motorcade, begin to figure out what was going on, honk their horns, wave at the Niners aboard the buses. Now, we're standing here uh, just ready to start this parade. The players and their wives are aboard a couple of floats at the front of the parade. They're going to hear the Cal Straw Hat Band playing, and then uh, a couple of cable cars, those motorized cable cars you mentioned, carrying the rest of us uh, at the rear of the parade. And things seem ready here to get this thing rolling. Big crowds all the way down here at this end of Market Street, where the parade will step off. That's Stan Bunger of News 74. Let's go overhead now for a look at it from the sky and George Rasp. George? Charlie, we're overhead right now at about 2,000 feet, right at the foot of Market Street, circling, watching the parade, getting ready. You know, one of the concerns was what this would do to downtown traffic. Surprisingly enough, there's been enough advanced coverage that, well, Main Street is a little, Main Street is a little backed up, but only for about a block and a half down to Mission. All along Market Street now, the cross streets have been closed as far out as 8. Traffic coming into the city and folks moving into the area are still doing so without a great deal of trouble. The biggest concentrations of people seem to be right at the foot of Market and in the plaza of the Hyatt Regency, just in Herman Plaza, and also back at uh, Powell Street, a nice wide-open brick plaza from which to observe the parade. It'll be quite some time before it gets up there. For folks heading into the city right now, traffic not at all backed up off the upper deck of the Bay Bridge, and traffic around Market Street doing well, except for first and for third. Charlie, back to you. Okay, thank you, George. And uh, again, the, the crowds, we thought they were big, but they continue to increase uh, here on uh, Market Street at the Sheraton Palace. Valerie? As I'm hanging out the window here, literally at the Sheraton Palace, I'm looking all the way down, and I do see the KCBS helicopter up in the air just hovering right at the end of Market. Also, confetti is now being thrown from the windows. I guess you can kind of figure out exactly where the Niners are by what's in the air. There's excitement everywhere, but confetti is flying. Let's go down to Steve Pierce, who's at the foot of Market. Street. Steve, uh, crowds increasing in your area? More and more people are coming, Charlie. When I first came into the city this morning, shortly before 11 o'clock, they had started gathering here at the foot of market already. These fans seem to be uh, seem to be the one of the first fans to see the 49ers today. And cheers uh, have been going up. You can hear the steady drone of the air horns, confetti streamers coming out of the high-rises. Police have now finally uh, stopped traffic from going through market, and there's no problem with traffic now. But more and more fans are arriving. There's lots of red and gold here at the foot of market. Charlie? Thank you, Steve. Let's go down to the other end, uh, down to 5th and Market, where the Niners will go after they pass our location in Sylvester Jackson. Charlie, it seems to be a true rainbow coalition out here. The crowd is about three lines deep, and most of that has happened in the past three or four minutes. Even those who admittedly know nothing about football and conceived the name Joe Montana, seem familiar, are here. They're watching all the high fives, the horn blowing, the thumbs up. Balloons on the corner here waiting to be sprung, and even the pigeons are anticipating the freeze. They excitedly are hovering, Charlie, above the balloon. And in almost eye to eye with several birds are clusters supporting the baseball out the tree. They're screaming and, and rearing everybody on below. At this moment, it's an orderly and very, very happy affair, but the traffic seems to be a major problem. Right here at the corner of Fifth and Market, several trucks and buses are backing up. They can't get through, the people are just in the streets right now and everybody's at a standstill and those who have some place to go are definitely back
backing up, even buses and trucks. News 74 live coverage of the 49ers victory parade. It's what you expect from the number one station by the bay, KCBS News 74. Valerie? One of the things that's really amazing to me is the number of different kinds of people. As I'm leaning out here looking, you have people who are in business suits. You have people who obviously have a holiday or they've decided to declare one because they're just dressed in 49er stuff with jeans and hats and odd get-ups. Signs are all over. Send the dolphins back to SeaWorld, says one of the signs. Someone across the street now selling T-shirts already just in 24 hours, uh, saying what the victory was, the 38-16 uh, win of the 49ers over the Dolphins. People are continuing to arrive on BART. They're coming up the stairs and virtually running right into the crowd. So everything here is just pending, just waiting, and the crowd at the end of the street continues to grow. Um, as I watch the feeder streets, as people are coming out of the buildings, they're starting to run. They're running so they can get close, and when I say close, it means about 30 or 40 people back. Charlie? Thank you, Valerie. We're going to take a quick break and throw it back to the studio. Then we'll be back live from the Sheridan Palace Hotel and all along Market Street for the 49ers victory celebration and parade. This is KCBS News 74. From the time that we formed the film company, we had the same. This is Ken Swafford and Albert Hay. You may know us as Quentin Morlock and Professor Shorofsky as we appear in the TV show Fame. But right now we want to talk to parents and grandparents about some disturbing facts in the real world. Did you know that most high school students reporting at least some experience with marijuana say that they were first exposed to it between the ages of 12 and 13? That means that today your child or grandchild will probably not leave junior high school without being faced with a decision on marijuana. Recent evidence from the Surgeon General shows that marijuana smoke harms the lungs. Marijuana smoke contains even more cancer-causing matter than tobacco smoke, and that's especially dangerous to young lungs that are still developing. As the kids from fame say, you, you can't, can't fly if you're high. Don't let your kids' lungs go to pot. The American Lung Association, the Christmas Seal people. KCBS News 74, live from the Sheraton Palace Hotel with coverage of the 49ers' victory, celebration, and parade. Let's throw it down to Steve Pierce at the foot of Market Street. We understand the parade is about to get underway if it hasn't already. Steve? Charlie, the Super Parade is underway. The uh, first thing we saw was a uh, vehicle containing the 49er cheerleaders and the 49er prospector band. And right now, crossing the intersection of Market and Drum here at the foot of Market, are two floats containing the Super Bowl champion 49ers. Of course, the fans are going nuts here, as you might imagine, and fans are running up to the, uh, the sideline of the parade, trying to get a glimpse of their Super Bowl champions. And of course, the 49ers, uh, all with big, wide grins, are taking it all in. So the parade is underway, and the fans are going crazy here at the foot of Market. Steve Pierce, KCBS News 74, along Market Street. Steve, let's uh, see if we can't get over to Stan Bunger, who's a aboard uh, one of the vehicles in the procession itself. Stan? Hello, Charlie. Go ahead, Stan. We read you loud and clear. A little bit of noise in the background, but I guess that's to be expected. Yeah, it's, it's a cacophony is the best word I can think of here, Charlie. We're now on Market Street, uh, heading up uh, 
uh, past the new Federal Reserve building. The crowd I'm guessing about 15 to 20 deep on the sidewalk on both sides of the street right here. And uh, just a well, all I can see is smiles out there. The index finger up in the air. We're number one, the chant. And thousands upon thousands of bright red tennis and people wearing their 49ers jackets and caps. Now as we pass some of the older office buildings, the confetti and papers and so on begin to cascade down onto the street. I'm looking forward to the point on which the 49er players are riding, and I can see your big grins up there. I think these guys are getting a great big kick out of this. As I stood down at Redwood City this morning and watched them arrive at their training quarters to catch the bus, a little bit of apprehension. I think the letdown after the job well done yesterday, but it sure looks like they're having a great time right now. An incredible throng here. I never saw this end of Market Street last time. I was at the Civic Center Plaza end, but I'm guessing this crowd has to be at least as big, if not a little bigger, than the crowd that covered this end of Market Street in 82. There's no more room for people there, I'll tell you that. Stan, I guess you are aware that you are the only reporter, as KCBS is the 49ers' official station. You're the only reporter who is involved in the parade. Well, I've got a great seat, I'll tell you that, Charlie. I hope these people aren't waiting and cheering for me or my partners to my left here, Don Klein and Don Heinrich, but we've got the best seats in the house here. Thanks. Stan Bunger, who is uh, in the procession that's wending its way up Market Street right now. Valerie, some of the 49ers are unable to be a part of this celebration today. Well, they're not able to be here, though, for a very good reason, because they're en route to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl. Let me just remind you who's missing. Randy Cross, Keith Vonhorst, Ronnie Lott, Carlton Williamson, Dwight Hicks, Eric Wright, who was really a last-minute addition, although a powerful one at that. Uh, Wendell Tyler, Joe Montana, Fred Quillen, and Keena Turner. Now, they're missed only by the sense that they are not physically part of this parade, but you can bet that everybody along the route knows that they are a vital part of this 49er team. One of the people on board, of course, is uh, Roger Craig, whom a lot of people said Joe Montana deserved the MVP, but if there could have been a second, it should have gone to Craig. So he's one of the heroes who will be coming up the street with the rest of the 49ers. One other thing I'm noticing, Charlie, you know, the traffic that's all stopped here, yellow cabs and other cabs lined up uh, 8, 9, 10, maybe 12 deep. Some of the trucks that were forced to stop, the uh, drivers in a very enterprising move decided, what the heck, we can't get Get across so let's climb up on top of the cab and get a bird's eye view on street signs one man perched on the do not enter sign another one sitting atop a traffic light and the police have now put up those yellow ribbons for the police line to keep it back those ribbons are stretched tight and the people in front can't help it because the crowd continues to press in from behind Valerie we understand that new 74's Barbara Taylor has a report Barbara Charlie, there has been a lot of concern about the way the crowds will respond to the 49ers, whether they will be on their best behavior or whether they will lose their cool and get rowdy once the adrenaline starts pumping as it is right now. We, of course, all remember the disastrous rally at City Hall three years ago when fans got so unruly, the people were injured in the crush of the crowd, some cars were destroyed, and some fights broke out. Last night, of course, there was some evidence of enthusiasm run amok with about 170 people arrested when the celebration got the best of them. Well, Mayor Feinstein stopped by City Hall for just a few moments on her way to the parade, downplaying last night's commotion and sending this message to the fans who are here for today's celebration. I hope the fans would be constructive. I think, um, you know, there was reason for considerable elation. Uh, there's no reason for property damage or turning over cars or breaking windows. Fortunately, there was not a lot of that last night. 
Um, I think the initial enthusiasm is probably worn off, and people can handle the victory, I hope, in a way that it's not going to be harmful to anyone else, uh, their person or their property. Uh, just a little footnote, there is some confusion about where the parade ends. It ends at 8th and Market, if any people are listening to that. I have had to shuffle about 25 people who thought that it ended at City Hall, away from City Hall, and over to the end of the parade route. So just a notice, if you're hanging around City Hall waiting for the parade to end, it will not be ending there. Walk a few blocks over to 8th and Market. That's Barbara Taylor at City Hall in San Francisco. This is Charlie Serafin with Valerie Coleman live from the Sheridan Palace Hotel on Market Street as we await the uh, first vehicles of the 49ers Super Celebration and Parade. Let's go up top again to George Rask is overhead. George? Charlie, right now we're circling over the Sheridan Palace Hotel watching the route of the parade. You know, it's hard to believe that at 2,000 feet above that crowd, its effect could be contagious, but we can certainly feel the enthusiasm all the way up here. There are no traffic problems attendant to this right now, except on the cross streets at Market, but only on those streets south of Market are things backed up for only a block or so. Most folks know the parade is happening and they're staying clear of the area. The streets around Market continue to fill up, though, with people, and we can barely make out the red brick sidewalk underneath for all those densely packed fans. Up above me in the sky, the Miller Brewery Precision Flying Team has just sent out a message, San Francisco, the greatest. That's the view from Air One. Thank you, George. That's George Rask overhead, KCBS coverage of the 49ers Super Celebration. You know, in addition to all the people on the street, there are hundreds of people in the buildings and all the high-rise buildings along Market Street. Valerie? Charlie, flashing lights down just about two blocks. The 49ers are almost at our vantage point, which is New Montgomery and Market Street. I would say uh, probably a dozen uh, police officers on motorcycle with the lights just flashing. Yep, I can see the first float just barely coming around the bend and you know how you can tell it's almost like the whole crowd starts pulsing right when they come up uh, just abreast with that float um, people very orderly though no one dashing into the street uh, motorcycle officers are coming along though the parade route and inching people back maybe only a foot but nonetheless getting them back exactly where they want them to be let's go back to steve pierce who's at the foot of market street where the parade began steve just as rapidly as this crowd gathered for this parade, the start of this parade, it's now dispersing, and the intersections are just jammed with people. I'm in the news car right now, and I'm surrounded by 49er fans who are now going back to what they were doing before the 49er parade began. Lots of people looking out the windows here at the foot of Market Street, and there was lots of streamers and confetti coming down, and that seems to have subsided now that the 49er parade has passed them by. Not really passing them by, they got a glimpse of it, and they appreciated it. Steve Pierce, KCBS News 74 at the foot of market. Thank you, Steve. Let's check in with uh, Stan Bunger again. What's the feeling aboard the float there, Stan? So much excitement in the area. And, you know, Barbara Taylor mentioned a few moments ago the fear and the concern that people might get out of hand and get ugly. And, of course, we're all worried about that after what happened here in San Francisco three years ago. But, gosh, the feeling in this crowd, I mean, you just see people smiling. They're standing in good orderly fashion behind the police barricades. And in many cases, those barricades are not the big steel barriers, but simply strips of tape that the police have stretched out to span the spaces between the steel barriers. And people just seem awfully contented to be out here part of this. It's a cool day, and so they're all bundled up heavily, and you can hear the muffled sound of gloved hands clapping in many cases. And we're at the, the rear of the parade, 
a little farther back, but as you look ahead, it's almost like a wave. You can you can see people reach their hands up in the air, and the banners begin to wave frantically as the floats carrying the 49ers players approach. I think it's interesting down here, too, to look up into all of these glass and steel and concrete high-rises here in San Francisco and realize that in every one of those windows, I see at least one face. I mean, I'm talking each building we pass, the Shackley Building. We're now coming past the Crocker Plaza uh, as we pass First Street and the corner of Sansom and Sutter. And each one of those buildings and each one of those windows, you see faces pressed up against the glass trying to get a view. Now we're coming near the Hobart Building, and on top of that building, people are actually out on the roof in the open air showering confetti down. So there's just this wonderful feeling of a, a lot of people, I don't know how many hundred thousand, but lots of them at any rate, out here enjoying themselves. There just doesn't seem to be that undercurrent of concern and fear that we felt three years ago. Thank you, Stan. You know, it's been an incredible year for the San Francisco Bay Area. We had the All-Star Game. We had the Democratic National Convention. Both of those major events went off without a hitch. It showed our city in a tremendous light. The Super Bowl, all the pre-Super Bowl festivities, it all came off wonderfully. The celebration now along Market Street is kind of the culmination of a year's worth of just super happenings throughout the San Francisco Bay Area. KCBS News 74, a part of it. Valerie? KCBS News Time is now 12.45. And and we're on time with the 49ers. They're right here. It's almost like you can reach out and touch them. First of all, the escort of about 15 to 20 motorcycle police officers, their red lights flashing. The crowd noise is going to go up because the 49ers are almost here leading the parade. The 49er cheerleaders, the gold rush with a big Super Bowl 19 sign on the front. Their gold pom-poms flashing, the crowd waving back. I'm looking across the street from where I'm sitting, and there's an armored car there, a Brinks truck that just, it just looks like it sprouted people. They're standing on the hood, on the roof, I mean, on the hood of the whole truck. I mean, it's just basically not there anymore. People are also climbing trees. The statue that's at the corner of New Montgomery and Market looks like it's taken on about 15 new members. No one's moving. Actually, they're just kind of frozen with the anticipation. I would expect that in just a moment they're going to start waving. Maybe they can't because they probably slide down. People are in trees. People have reached the highest vantage point possible. And probably the best look is from the Wells Fargo building. It looks like just kind of a park-like atmosphere. You know, there are trees on top of the Wells Fargo building, and there are probably 30 people up there just yelling and cheering and waving. Good spot to have. Well, uh, some of you are fortunate enough that are uh, indoors along Market Street and watching and listening to the KCBS coverage at all. I think you've got the best of all worlds. You're out of the breezes. But if you look at the faces in the crowd, Valerie, even though they're lined up 10, 12, 15, 20 deep, and even though it's chilly out there and the wind is blowing, you don't see any long faces. There are only smiles. Absolutely. And the smiles are getting bigger. Let me give you the rundown of the order thus far, as far as I can see it. The Gold Rush cheerleaders, just uh, maybe a quarter of a block from our vantage point right now. And they're followed by Bill Walsh, the super coach, Mayor Diane Feinstein wearing 49er red, and owner Eddie DeBartolo, and they're in a real hot little number. An antique car, wish I knew cars better, Charlie, and I tried to tell everybody what it is. You get a look and tell me. No, I can't help you with that either. Maybe we'll be able to read it when it gets up, but it's, uh, it's a classy black vintage limousine of some sort, open air. Here they come. You can hear the uh, 49er band. Or There they are in the gold rush. And, of course, Cuddles on the back. 
This uh, float, by the way, looks like the Golden Gate Bridge. I didn't even notice that as it was coming down the street. It's a big flatbed truck, and it has the arch of the Golden Gate Bridge, the two arches. In the front, you have the Gold Rush cheerleaders. In the middle, you have the 49er band. Then the next arch of the Golden Gate Bridge. And who else but Cuddles bringing up the rear. There's Cuddles. You know, we talked to uh, some members of the Gold Rush on Saturday night on our broadcast from uh, Moscone Center and the world's largest tailgate and locker room party. They told us that they practice six hours a week on Saturdays. The last couple of weeks have been tremendously hectic for them, as you can imagine. But they have never had the kind of publicity that's been associated with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders or any of the other uh, groups around the country. And they were hoping that the Niners would win the Super Bowl so that they could have their day in the sun. Well, and here's we, their day. And they found it. Right directly below us now, Eddie DiBartolo, Mayor Diane Feinstein, and our coach Bill Walsh. The crowd is just going nuts. They're yelling and screaming, everybody waving a number one hand, and Bill is smiling. There's a big wave from Mayor Feinstein, Mayor Feinstein in our too. direction. That's a vintage Jaguar, we're told, oh, a it's touring pretty. car. And you know, Eddie DiBartolo, I don't know, the expression on his face to me was a little pensive. Kind of like, I know it really did happen yesterday, but let me just take a little while to absorb it and let it all sink in. We can only imagine that uh, members of the 49ers uh, front office are involved in these uh, stretch limousines that are immediately following the car. We can't see in through the windows, but they're in there enjoying the view for sure. Absolutely. The confetti streaming down from the windows. The streamers are here, 49er banners everywhere. And of course, thousands and thousands of 49er faithful. Okay, here they are. All right, Ronaldo, waving back at us. The 49ers on board, and don't they look good? The 49ers and their wives, Dwight Clark. We got a two-handed wave from Dwight. So many of the Niners looking just so pleased with themselves, as well they should. They're just lined up and standing right there, a double-handed wave from everybody. Yeah, look at them. If you could, if you could only see those of you There's that are at home, Marshing. if you can see Way the looks back. of those players, they are really enjoying this. As well, they should. There's Manu Tuiasisopo. Bill Ring with a big smile. Hi, Bill. And then there followed by San Francisco police, both on motorcycles and uh, mounted horse. Now directly below us is the uh, Cal band, we understand. They're having a good time of it. And there's Don Klein with Don Heinrich, the KCBS broadcast uh, team. Let's go down to Stan Bunger, who is uh, right below us. Hi, Stan. Hi, Charlie. Stan following on the cable car right after Stan and the KCBS crew. Tony Bennett, he's giving us a nice wave too. 
Stan, see if you can't pass your mic down for just a second down to Don Klein so we can congratulate him. Don and I haven't had a chance to talk since uh, their big victory yesterday in the celebration. I know he was elated, and uh, I can see you physically trying to hand it down to him if you can. Just a, a very warm congratulations to you, Don Klein, and to Don Heinrich for a super job that you did yesterday, and what a feeling, huh? Well, Charlie, it's just about uh, the peak of anything you could hope for here in San Francisco. And, you know, down below, just down below where you were, and maybe Stan Bunger pointed out that there's a big sign that reads the 49ers, America's team. And the way they entertained the nation yesterday, I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of people who do not have a team with which to identify. I think the 49ers must, might just very well present the Dallas Cowboys as America's new team. As you thought, it was a real thrill, and uh, what a great thing for all the KCBS listeners to have a chance to follow this parade with you, Charlie. Well, everybody loves a winner, Don, and, and congratulations again to you and Don Heinrich for a super job all season, and especially yesterday. Uh, got a lot of good press. If you uh, read the morning paper, you can see that there were people that were turning down the volume and listening to the best coverage around for 49er action on the official station of the San Francisco 49ers KCBS. Valerie? Uh, Charlie, in a white vintage car is Quentin Kopp. He just passed our vantage point. He seems very happy and satisfied with the results of all of his work on the special task force. And then there's yet another cable car. Again, it's very difficult for us to be able to identify everyone who's on board. I think it's fairly safe to say all members of the 49er uh, front office and, and behind members the of the board of supervisors people. we noticed on that uh, motorized cable car right there, as okay. well as Jim Meyer standing on the running board. Gotcha, I see him now. And then this is the high school band that is uh, in from Hayward, the Moreau High School Marching Band. This band and their Yale leaders are champions. They've won, I believe, 15 to 17 awards just since this fall. So they had the honor of being only one of two bands in the 49er Parade. Valerie, we're going to break it for just a minute, go back to the studio to, to take care of a little bit of business, and then we'll be back with more live coverage of the San Francisco 49ers Super Celebration and Parade. This is KCBS News 74. The 49ers Super Bowl Champions. From the Sheraton Palace Hotel, KCBS reports to you live coverage of the 49er Victory Parade. Thank you, Scott. We're back. Charlie Serafin with Valerie Coleman at the Sheridan Palace on Market Street for live coverage of the parade. Let's go up top once again to Sky One. Here's George Rask. And up above me, Charlie, once again, there's a lot of air traffic around here. And we mentioned earlier that uh, Miller Brewery has a precision flying team of old warbirds. They're all computer controlled to do sky riding. And we saw the six of them taking off from Oakland Field at the same time we took off from Sky One. And they've just written another message in the sky, the Magic 49ers. The parade now between 4th and 5th as it continues outbound on Market Street. And it's funny because you can see the swarms of people start to gather just ahead of the parade route as behind it, the street starts to fill in once again with traffic. Still a lot of rustle and bustle, though, as you get right up behind the parade. The traffic behind it moving along without any trouble at all. And once again, uh, listening to the broadcast from up here, it's hard not to feel all that electric excitement coming from the crowd down below. In that crowd is Sylvester Jackson. I think we'll be hearing from him shortly. 
Right you are, George. Let's go down to Sylvester Jackson, who's near 5th and Market. Sylvester? While George was talking, you could hear the wave here of chanting, chanting, go Niners, go Niners, just like it was out of Candlestick. By this corner, several celebrants are perched in trees. The window ledges at Emporium, they're on telephone poles, even a few on top of the roof. One guy is even running around here trying to sell some alleged unused Super Bowl tickets. Now, the traffic is stopped right here at the corner, but there are no arguments, believe it or not. The cab drivers are just sitting very mellow. There's no screaming. In fact, the occupants have simply climbed on top of the vehicles. They've looked for the nearest bus or the nearest truck, and they're just sitting there trying to get a glimpse. The crowd was mellow, but in the last minute, in fact, as I speak, it's getting a little antsy as the police are making everyone move back. You probably can hear in the background. They're pushing us back at least another 10 feet, and when you turn around and look back, there's really nowhere to, to move because the sidewalks are jammed. It's almost as if right here all ears are tuned into KCBS as they wait for a glimpse of their Super Bowl heroes. And everybody's saying, they're coming, they're coming, they're just a few blocks away. Sylvester Jackson, in the corner of Fifth and Market, KCBS News 74. Thank you, Sylvester. Back at the Sheridan Palace Hotel, live in the streets are starting to thin out just a little bit. No, not not directly in front of us, though, Valerie. KCBS News Time, though, is coming right up on 1 o'clock. It's a very strange pattern, the way things are beginning to disperse. Uh, directly across from us at the foremost McKesson building, it basically looks like your average uh, post-lunch crowd, not too many people. But to my right, heading down closer toward the end of Market Street at New Montgomery and Market, it's as if everybody's still waiting for the parade to begin again. People very reluctant to leave. Um, they're just kind of milling around. Souvenir hunters are having a field day because the people with the souvenirs are kind of working the crowd. You also have the police in buggies and on motorcycles coming up, making sure that the crowd is disorderly. No problems on this end, Charlie. This is a classic. If you've ever seen a bird perched on a uh, windowsill, you know what Valerie Coleman looks like right now. <laughs> I, I hope we get some good pictures of you, Valerie. You're, uh, I'm we're about ready to grab time. your ankles and pull you back. Don't <laughs> lean we, out there too far. But what's funny is when we started, you know, I was inside the window and I said, maybe I better get outside. I have now worked myself to about two feet from the edge. And it's just, it, you can't stay away. You just want to lean in as close as possible because even now that the 49er float's already gone by, it is still such fun. My cheeks are aching from smiling, not from the cold. It's been a beautiful year in the San Francisco Bay Area. As we mentioned earlier, we've had uh, the national spotlight focused on us several times, and each time we seem to outdo the previous occasion. And I think this is something that uh, you're going to see it on the evening news tonight, on television, on all the networks. You're going to hear about it in the national press as well. And San Francisco has really come out in a very nice light. Uh, this is the city that knows how. And as Don Klein suggested, uh, very hopefully, we can become America's team, the San Francisco 49ers. Remember to follow the News Vault from KCBS Radio on social media. On Facebook, we're at News Vault Podcast. On Twitter, find us at News Vault SF. On Instagram, we're at News Vault. Until our next episode, you are leaving the News Vault from KCBS Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.